Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be in Luke's Gospel, chapter 6. But before we get to that scripture, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we ask for your spirit to be with us this day and during this time where we hear your word. May your spirit be with us and work within us so that we may better be your servants, the hands and feet of Christ in the world. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the gospel according to Luke chapter 6 verses 43 through 45. Listen for a word from God. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Brett, what does it mean for us to bear good fruit, and what does good fruit, good fruit or bad fruit look like? Yeah, so this is uh, this is a text from Luke. This is at the very end uh, of the Sermon on the Mount. We have the Sermon on the Plain, I do believe. Sermon it. on the Plain. We have the uh, Beatitudes, and then we have um, Jesus telling them not to judge. And so this really comes, Jesus has kind of painted this ethical picture uh of of how to live and then he gets to this part where it's almost like a and now do it (laughs) um you know this is this is talking about whenever we talk about the fruits this is like what's bearing out in our life and our relationships and how we're interacting with others um obviously we have the fruit of the spirit in the new testament of love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness and self-control um which are all examples of this but for me, you know, the idea of of good fruit is: Are you uh, in your actions, in your words, in your relationships with others? Are you bringing about the kingdom of God? Um, and so, you know, obviously that's kind of a broad thing, and that's borne out specifically in different circumstances, uh, which I think is the point of life, right? Is that yeah. there? It is uh, through the experience um, of living that we <laughs> that we realize we absolutely put some bad fruit into the world and we absolutely put some good fruit into the world in different uh, circumstances. You know, there are different times in the Sermon on the Mount and then here in the Sermon on the Plain where I think Jesus is giving instruction. I think this is actually also Jesus just kind of acknowledging the truth of this way of life, which is Um, Look, if you are living this life that is rooted in me, um, if you are living a life that is about love and grace and forgiveness, you're going to bear good fruit. And if you are not, you're going to bear bad fruit. It's just the way that it works. And, um, And that is something that I think is very true. I mean, I do think when I hear about good and bad fruit, I do think about the fruit of the Spirit and what that looks like. Um, all those things that we hope to be borne out. Um, but I also think one of the things I like, I, like I find myself saying, well, Jesus, sometimes even an evil person can do a good thing. Um, but I think when he uses this idea of good fruit, like bearing fruit is um, 
a life cycle. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it takes it takes time from the seed to the leaf, to the growing, to the bearing of the fruit. And so I think he's talking about not just one event, but he's talking about the whole of a person's life. And for me, the only way to bear good fruit is to live this Christ way of life. Um, Because on my own, I tend, you know, in my sin, I don't always bear the best fruit. Well, and I think that's where, um, you know, verse this has a parallel in Matthew's gospel, uh, almost exactly, but verse 45 is specific to the gospel of Luke, and of course, Luke's talking about money. Um, but I think that he, verse 45 exactly says what you're saying of, you know, it, it's borne out in kind of a, a weird way in what it says, you know, the good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good. What that's essentially, what that's trying to communicate in its complicated Greek is that it's it's like there's this store in your heart. Um, you know, what you're, what you're storing up, is it good treasure? And the second part is that an evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. So the things that you're storing within your heart that you're putting in it, uh, are they... Are they things of value? Are they things of good? Because that will be what's borne out in your actions and in your mouth. Or are you in this, you know, safe that's in your heart? Are you, uh, you know, hoarding up malice and jealousy and frustration and anger? Uh, because then that will be what's borne out uh, with, within your life. And I just think that's a really, I really love the idea of, you know, of a safe within your heart of eventually that'll burst forth of whatever you're storing and that'll overflow into your life. That's why it's a good pairing, right, with that passage from Philippians mm-hmm. about growing in love. That idea that it is out of an abundance of the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that I have to do to give me an abundance of heart? Hmm. Um, and a lot of that is rooted in remembering the person of Christ and how Christ moved in the world. Um, it's also interesting, right, the treasure metaphor that you talked about. Um, we talked about people being spiritually bankrupt, mm-hmm. about having kind of like nothing there. Um, but I do think we are called to grow in our love, to have an abundance of heart. And that is not something that I can necessarily will, but I can try to open myself to God's leading and the work of the Spirit in that respect. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, uh, I think, I don't know if I've done it on the podcast or just with you of, you know, I think about, I think this is a good example of um, sometimes I can rail on, uh, you know, self-care. Not that self-care is a bad thing, uh, but when we use uh self-care consistently uh as a foil to not grow (laughs) to not do the difficult things that require growth within our own spiritual lives with our own relationships of because i'm this is me that i'm talking to of you know like i'm 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 setting up you know this boundary again boundaries are important and are good but i take the uh virtue of boundary setting so then i don't have to feel uncomfortable to grow in that uh and so that's taking a good treasure and making it Well, bad. that was the beauty of monastic communities, right? <laughs> right? We are set apart and dedicated only to God. Uh-huh. Well, you're also not interacting with other people who are going to push you to work on your love and your forgiveness. Sure, sure. Um, or at least in not quite the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally get that. And I guess the last thing is, for me, that kind of idea of seeds and good fruit for me, just reminds me of my grandparents who planted this seed in me of the gospel. And for a very, very, very long time, um, they must have thought it was buried so deep it would never flourish. Hmm. 
and then it did. And I like to think maybe I'm putting some good fruit out in the world because of the seeds that they planted. That's lovely. To close us today, we have a quote from Henry Nowen, who says, There is a great difference between successfulness and fruitfulness. Success comes from strength, control, and respectability. A successful person has the energy to create something, to keep control over its development, and to make it available in large quantities. Success brings many rewards and often fame. Fruits, however, come from weakness and vulnerability, and fruits are unique. A child is the fruit conceived in vulnerability. Community is the fruit born through shared brokenness. And intimacy is the fruit that grows through touching one another's wounds. Let's remind one another that what brings us true joy is not successfulness, but fruitfulness. Hmm. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you will come back on Friday when we will have some ridiculous fun question to answer. But now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may God give you grace not to sell yourselves short, grace to risk something big for something good, grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. May God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hands and work through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. Amen. Amen. Amen.